Greetings, and welcome to the Cerebral Women Art Talks podcast. I'm Phyllis Hollis, your host. As an extension of my Instagram page, Cerebral Women, this podcast offers insights into the visual art world. I interview artists, mainly artists of color and female artists, who will freely articulate what inspires their creativity. In addition, you'll hear interesting perspectives from dedicated art professionals who work with artists and the art institutions that feature them. I'm confident that collectively, these individuals will indeed stimulate your mind as they do our eyes. Please know these interviews are conducted in my Manhattan apartment, so please forgive the background sounds of city life. Welcome to the Cerebral Women Art Talks podcast. In this episode of the Cerebral Women Art Talks podcast, I feature painter Rebecca Brodskis. Born in France, she lives and works in Paris. She spent most of her childhood traveling and living between France and Morocco. She studied painting in Paris and London, and she also completed a master's degree in sociology, focusing her research on the themes of vulnerabilities and social crisis. Exploring the borders of the sensible world, Rebecca's work evolves between conscious and unconscious spaces, leading to a reflection in the existence, the self, and the otherness. The idea of being in an in-between is very prominent in her work. This intermediate space at the crossroads of empirical reality and imagination, order and disorder, materialism and spirituality, determinism and freedom. She has participated in several solo and group exhibitions globally. London, Berlin, Tel Aviv, LA, Paris, Budapest, and others. Her work is held in important global private and public collections. Please visit the Cerebral Women website to read her expanded bio. Welcome to the Cerebral Women Art Talks podcast and enjoy this episode featuring Rebecca Brodskis. Welcome, Rebecca, to my Cerebral Women Art Talks podcast. I'm so excited to feature you from uh, France at that. <laughs> Welcome. Hi. Hi. <laughs> so let's dive in. When did you discover your artistic passion? Um, I think, I mean, I, I grew up in a very artistic environment. Um, my parents are both film, they were film, in, into films. So my mom was like a, a set designer and then she also produced, uh, made her own films. And my father was also involved. And my, and my grandmother was a painter in Morocco. And I spent a lot of time there in my childhood because we, I sort of had, had a quite uh, weird upbringing and we were like traveling all the time. I didn't really go to school ever. And we were spending most of our winters in Morocco, like maybe almost four to five months every year. And I would spend a lot of time with my grandmother in her studio in Rabat. And she, so from the age of three years old, I was like with oil paint everywhere and like mixing pigments and having fun with that. So I guess it's something that I, you know, I, I always had around and I, I, I wasn't sure I wanted to become an artist because it's always a bit, I, I, w- I was sure I don't want to be a filmmaker because it, uh, it involves uh, too many people around and uh, <laughs> and I liked the idea of painting because it's something that you know you only depend on yourself and it's uh, it's a very 
solitary thing and I like to I like to only yeah depend on myself and so I don't know it grew slowly inside of me and then when I was uh, after high school I went to art school and actually I didn't enjoy art school whatsoever and actually it's the only time in my life where I stopped painting was in art school and after that I did yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm a pretty free spirit and having someone telling me what to do is just like not working. <laughs> and then after that, uh, so I, after that, I actually moved to New York for a year working as an assistant for an, an artist there. And I decided I wanted to study sociology. So I moved back to Europe and I studied sociology. But while I was doing those like theoretical studies, I was like really missing expressing myself with something else and I went back into painting but like on my own with a studio I rented a studio I was living in Berlin and I so I was doing my studies and on the side I was painting and it grew slowly back into me and uh, it became more and more more and more and more and, more. and then I like yeah and then it just happened that I decided that this is the main thing actually um, like in my mid-20s probably and yeah and, and then since then I've like, so I've just been painting more and more and like now, I mean, yeah, now that's all I do and it's, it's great. It's like, yeah, I <laughs> now I cannot great. be like a few days without painting. Otherwise I'm going mad. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my therapy. <laughs> it's great. You found it. And, and it's, it's interesting listening to you talk because it's, it's, it's obvious that you were raised by progressive free thinking parents. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, they're really uh, one of a kind, they're kind of a, yeah, very eccentric uh, people. Uh, it was not always easy, especially when you're a teenager. And you I just bet. want to be like, <laughs> I was always lying, saying that my mother is a school teacher and my dad is, I don't know, a dentist or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they were never allowed to come anywhere near my friends or whatever because I was quite a friend. <laughs> Actually, yeah. So do you recall if there was a particular artist that influenced you when you did start to, to paint seriously? Um, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say a particular artist, but I, I always liked, I, I was always like really into um, the new objectivity, you know, all these movements of painters in, in the 20s and 30s in the Weimar Republic in Germany. So like Christian Schad, Otto Dix, because they were really like, I really liked the approach, which was actually a very sociological approach to painting. Um, and they were like really depict, depicting their time and everything. I really liked this movement. Also, it was like such a mix of, you know, like like intellectuals and painters and photographers and every, And it was like, so I was always like really into, like into this movement. Then I really liked also all the surrealist group. So it was more like groups of, of artists that I was like looking into and that really like like fed my interest to art and everything I think. Are, are there any concepts or thoughts that connect your work? Um, as I said I mean I, I studied sociology then and I'm, um, I'm, I'm really into watching people <laughs> not in a bad way but I'm really into like observing the society I'm living in and I think all my paintings that definitely like uh, around that you know I, I feel like it's a sort of diary um a retranscription of uh, my the my everyday life and travel and at the same time so the society I'm, I'm living in and I, I I feel like as an artist you're kind of you know observing your time digesting it and and then 
reproducing it into into images. So that that's how I that's I, I would say how I feel about it, and that's the connecting thing between everything. It's like it's my surroundings, and you know, and uh, yeah, like it's a way for me to 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 understand and analyze the the society I'm living in. I would say. Mm-hmm. In in your figurative work, you paint white and black. Yes. <laughs> and where did that inspiration come from? So I've always lived in very mixed uh, social background. Like I've I've moved a lot. I like so I was living a lot in Morocco as a kid, and I'm and I and then each time like, I mean I'm I'm I, I don't know. And then I was also like in Paris. I was uh, my studio was based in Saint Denis, which is like a suburb outside of Paris, which is like really um, mostly black. And uh, so, you know, I, I paint what I see. So for those last three years, I was really surrounded with uh, with mainly black people. And it was just like, okay, so, you know, I, this was my main inspiration and they became more and more part of my practice because, as I said, my, my paintings are like a diary. So it's like everything I see, I retranscribe. So it's, it's, I, I don't really think about, you know, it's just like, it's not like I, I, I'm not thinking, oh, I'm going to, paint black or white people, Asians or whatever. It's just like very spontaneous and very, I mean, we live in mixed societies, so I, I paint everybody, you know. Do people ever question why you paint black figures? Do, uh, they, object, do they object? Not really, but then sometimes some galleries will be like, oh, you know, you, like, I, like for exhibition, like I cannot, for example, because I'm white myself, like it would be misinterpreted if I only would show uh, black, uh, portraits of black people because then it's like, you know, but I, which I find weird, you know, myself, I don't know. I don't think because you're black, you should paint only black people or because you're white, you should paint only white people. You know what I mean? Like, I think you should paint, you should be able to paint everybody or whatever you feel like painting without. I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when you enter your studio and you're looking at a, a blank canvas, yeah. what, what overcomes you? What, what goes through your mind? How do you feel? So I'm very spontaneous and I'm like, I mean, I barely draw. I maybe do a very fast sketch. And what I do, first of all, is like I cover the whole canvas with paint. Like I don't leave a space without any paint. That's just the first layer. It's just like, you know, let it all go out. Don't think about what you're going to do really. Just like cover it, like, you know, make a few shapes and just like go for it. <laughs> That's the first layer, which is like very messy and very, very fast and very spontaneous. And then from that, slowly, like you, slowly you progress into something more refined, more detailed and, you know, things are coming out. And I, I like to work that way because I, I work with oil and oil is a very like organic um, material, you know, so you never know exactly how it's going to react and what, you know, like you do one layer of orange and then the layer of blue on top. So the, it's always like thin layers. So each layer has an impact on the other one. So you can never totally know what's going to, what it's going to be like, you know, it's a, so I like to work in that way. Like, so the, so I'm not fully in control of what's happening. And then I, I always let, like the paint guide me and other things guide me and I'm always it's always full of surprises you know I never know what's going to be <laughs> like I'm really yeah it's like I start somewhere and I have this idea and then the painting is just like the exact opposite of colors and whatever that, that I had in mind from at the beginning so it's like <laughs> okay really. so what do you enjoy most about being a visual artist 
uh, I mean, being a, I like my, I guess, in a way, my freedom. Like, I'm really free, you know, like, I, I organize my day the way I want. I, and I'm, like, I can express myself. I, I, like, as a painter, I guess, you really, like, as I said, it's a very solitary thing. So you're really alone with your own practice and you, you don't get to interact with anyone with anyone while you do your pieces. And I actually really enjoy that. And also I, I really enjoy not having to work with a computer or in front of a screen and just with materials. That's amazing. Because uh, I couldn't dare like being in front of a computer the whole day. So this and just, the, I mean, creating, you know, like you create all day, which is like, it's, I mean, for me, it's amazing. Like I couldn't spend, as I said, like if I'm a few days without painting, I'm like starting to <laughs> go around in my head. And so, yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess, but I feel, I feel like I really, it's like a really free expression and I'm, I feel like I'm really able to, to express whatever I want. As I said, I, it's a bit like a, either a meditation or a therapy. So for me, going to the studio is really something to, that enables me to work on myself at the same time and have a sort of inner dialogue. And as I said, when I'm not, when I'm not doing it, I, I'm starting to feel uh, oppressed. <laughs> <laughs> What's your, what does your studio look like? So that's a good question because at the moment, I've, since the corona started, <laughs> like I sort of fled Paris and I didn't have a studio for the last year. And I'm just working like wherever I can, which is like always like, a, and I'm such a messy person. So everybody's like, oh, I hope she's not going to make a studio here. Because <laughs> <It's really, laughs> when I start painting, it's like, it's terrible. Like I'm so into my, my things that I just forget about everything else around and paint is, is everywhere, all around the walls. And So my studio was like that, a true mess. Like, really embarrassing when I had like collectors or galleries coming around it was just like oops like where are they gonna sit like everything is covered in paint and uh, yeah and I used the the, um, the walls to dry my brushes everything is covered and so it was like a pile of uh, of yeah many different solvents and paint and art books in the middle and but mainly yeah mainly very messy which I yeah, my boyfriend was always like trying to come and order my studio, which drove me mad <laughs> because I, I cannot leave, I cannot uh, create when it's like ordered. So it's very like a yeah, big mess. Whatever works, right? Whatever works for you. <laughs> yeah. Anything that I mean, promotes. I go mad. I'm like, where is this tube of paint? And I'm like spending two hours looking for it. I was like, oh, if I was a bit more organized. But at the same time, I cannot. It doesn't work. When I organize my studio, I feel like empty. <laughs> it's like it doesn't work. So how, how, has your, uh, how has your practice changed over the years? Uh, I mean, I guess, you know, over the years, you get like some technique and like, so you're more in control. Even though not, as I said, even though the paint still, I mean, even though I'm not fully in control, but you feel like you get your own style, your style is developing. Also, I guess it gets with getting older. You know, you, I, I start really being serious, uh, really starting to paint when I was 18, I would say now I'm like 32. So I, I, I guess I'm more, I know more what, what I want my style to be like. In the beginning, it's more like, a, you know, you search, you research, you go into many different directions and then your direction is slowly, you know, bringing, uh, it's slowly shaping itself. 
And but this is also a bit dangerous, I have to say, because sometimes you also can get stuck into something, and your technique is like to present, I, because I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I don't want to be a technician. And I think it's not, as an artist, you don't need to be a technician, you know, to do different things. Like, so you also have to be careful if your technique is becoming too good and precise, not to let it, you know, to be too present in a way. So I, I think you, the idea is always to, not to get stuck into something and to always look for the evolution, you know. So not to be afraid of like trying new things and and to experiment, even though you have a defined style and you like and you feel comfortable with the style you have. I think you should always question and try to push yourself further. That's the I don't know if I answered the question. <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, okay. When 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 did the titles of your work enter the creative process? <clears throat> so this really deep, like it depends. Some like is like just after people that I know or whatever. So then I just use their name. And then this is set from the beginning. And then some it's like some they come, I don't know, during the it depends. Like some come during the process itself, some come at the end, some come like actually like just before the show, I'm like, oh shit, there's two paintings. They don't have a name yet. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, what am I gonna call them? <laughs> and then I just try to think and yeah. But so it it really varies. Like there's no as I said, like my my practice is really like I don't know I, I don't I'm not I don't really think anything ahead and things come uh, or, or don't come and and um yeah so but then for names it's mainly like if it's a portrait of someone I know then it it will be named after that person and then if it's a scene then usually it's like I'm trying to connect things around so so it can be an idea I mean it it really varies it's very different each time. What do you feel is the purpose of art? Um, for me, it's, uh, I don't, I, I see art as a way, it's like poetry, you know, it's like something that uh, allows you to take a step back, take a moment, like, you know, when I go to a museum, it's really like suddenly I'm, I managed to escape the everyday world and to like travel somewhere else, you know, through looking at a piece, like, I, I guess, like, yeah, it's just like allowing, allowing Escapism, escape. I don't know if you say it like this in English, but yeah, to just take a moment to escape and to go somewhere else with your mind. What do you feel is the definition of an artist? So, an artist is for me, it's a, a poet or someone that uh, translates reality into something else. And uh, yeah, it's someone that, like, that is able to like transform reality into into something else, you know, to mm. bring some other, to bring some other emotions to, to, yeah. What are you excited about now? Now I'm really excited. I have many amazing projects coming up and it's really great. I have to say since the, since a couple of years, it's really, I, I really have a lot of work and many very interesting people that I'm collaborating with and travels. And now the next, thing that I'm really excited about is I'm, I'm going on a three-month residency in Dakar, uh, in Senegal. So I think this is going to be really amazing. I'm going to do the, um, the residency with another artist. We're going to collaborate on the show there. And I'm really looking forward to that because I really like traveling. So <laughs> I'm going to be um, discovering new places. And I think it's going to bring a lot, a lot to my practice to be there. So I think that's going to be nice. 
How, what is the duration? Did you say three months? I'm going, uh, I'm going that, yeah, I'm going to stay that three months. I'm leaving in uh, uh, October. It's a nice amount of time to be someplace else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what, is your, uh, what is your favorite quote and why? Um, so I think my favorite quote, I really like this uh, French poet that's called Baudelaire. Maybe you know about him, he's quite yes. famous. Yes. And he has a quote about art and artists that I think is really nice. It's um, in French, l'artiste, le vrai artiste, le vrai poète ne doit peindre que selon qu'il voit et qu'il sent. Il doit être réellement fidèle à sa propre nature. Which means that, actually really, I love this quote because this is exactly how I... I think, I mean, it really transcribes how I feel about art, that the, the true artist, the true poet is uh, someone that needs to paint according to what he sees and feels and to be really like loyal to your, to your, nat to your own nature, you know, mm -hmm. not, to, not to try to do something because of someone else, you know. Can you translate that for me? Um, okay, I'm, I'm trying. So um, the artist, the true artist, the true the true poet um, should paint only accordingly to what he sees or feels, and he has to be loyal to his own nature. It's beautiful, beautiful, and accurate, and accurate. That's great. Yes, thank <laughs> you. Yeah, this is a great conversation. Um, on the topic of COVID and Black Lives Matter, yeah, how do you feel the art world was impacted by that? To be honest, I mean, I'm I'm gonna sound so disconnected, but I'm uh, I'm I'm actually trying to disconnect myself to any of this because I don't know. For me, I don't want. I feel like, as I said, like an, as an artist, I don't, I don't feel like I need to be so connected to the... I know many people, if they listen to that, they're going to say something I'm totally wrong, but that's how I feel. Like, I, I don't feel like I... I don't know. I feel like uh, I, I try to disconnect myself anyway from all these uh, um, topics, mm -hmm. especially when I do work, because I don't, I don't know. I don't feel like it's... Uh, um, I don't. I don't. I don't feel like I should do anything like art should relate to politics or to any. I don't know. Like in in that sense, I don't know if I make sense. I, I mean, you you live in France. It happened here in the U.S. No, um, but it also. I mean, in France also, it, 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 we they were. I mean, we also have the same kind of problems here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not as bad. But still, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So that's a fair question then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it is. But I'm, I'm saying like I, I, I'm not really following any of that, and I'm, I mean, it's not that I'm not following. Of course, I'm following, but it's just like I'm from. I, I don't feel. I don't know. I, I, my, my practice anyway was not is not connected to this to the time to mm. this kind of time. You know what I mean? It's connected to what I see and leave but not to not to the news and everything because I feel like I'm too, I, I never you know you never I always I'm I'm never watching any TVs or news or anything because I feel like it's always it's too far away it's not that it's, too, it's I, I feel like I can only understand what I really leave myself you know what I mean I do I understand so yeah. that's what I transcribe in my art and what I feel like I'm I can be really honest about and what I 
and the rest, but I'm not really leaving myself and I'm not, uh, and COVID, I also lived it myself. Actually, I ran away when it happened, <laughs> went away. And I was trying also not to think about it. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I understand. Believe me. This has been a great conversation. I would say just one thing. The, last, the only thing that COVID really was very frustrating to me is just because I paint people and now people have masks. <laughs> and this is really <laughs> terrible. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like where are all the individuals where are we all gone we all look the same and this is like the worst for me really that's funny like that's like yeah they stole my inspiration <laughs> that's great i never thought yeah. about that but you're absolutely right yeah. Yeah, you, you know i'm sitting on trains and usually that's like i mean in my daily travels that's why i'm getting all my inspiration and now i honestly have masks and i'm just like what <laughs> i'm like what am i supposed to paint now <laughs> so that's uh, terrible. Uh, that's great. That's great. Um, so our last question, what do you feel is your role as an artist? So as I, so for me, I, I mean, I think it's, it's, um, it's a, for me, this question is a bit similar to the one of uh, what art should bring. I think it's, we're supposed to uh, enable people to to just like think about other things for a second, you know, to escape reality and to, you know, like go on with your imagination, go in front of the painting and escape for a moment, you know? That's why I, I feel like, you know, now, like the idea of bringing art into like public space, it's amazing because, you, you know, it's it really, as an artist, I think we should enable people to just take some time out, you know, take some time for themselves and take some time to just look at a piece and travel in their mind. And uh, and that's why I'm not really into like exact political arts, because for me, art is supposed to be like a dream, you know, like something that and I, and that's how I feel. So an artist would be that someone who takes you to other, other dimensions. So, yeah, someone, someone, someone that enables you to travel to, to go to other spaces, mental spaces. Well, I certainly do that. And I, and, I, and I love interviewing artists. I love being in your world. Thank you so much, Rebecca, for your time. Thank you for... Pleasure. Uh, for Pleasure. You're my first um, uh, French-Parisian interview. So thank you so much. Okay. okay. <laughs> Take care. Okay. Great. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to Cerebral Women Art Talks podcast. For additional content, please visit CerebralWomen.com and be sure to follow Cerebral Women on Instagram.